Good evening and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, Korea's premier English language broadcast about the K League <laughs> and the World Cup. And the World Cup. And we're going to uh, hopefully have anything but England uh, commented on tonight, obviously, yeah. Although you watched the England game? Uh, well, well, I thought let's get it out of the way. Let's get out of the way. But okay, I was going to try and lead in by saying we could talk about you know someone who lost really heavily because they got a caning, and then you could have linked it into England. But okay, England one two one. Okay, done. Right. I was going to say it's going to be a huge. Uh, out- I'm expecting a huge outbreak of mirth in Scotland with all the love for the camels of Tunisia that's been going around. Um, well, no, so actually it's because, um, for, from my point of view, uh, I, I was in the gym just last week and I was trying to lift some really heavy weights and I, was, and I was struggling and these two guys walked up and they helped me get the weight off me. There was two of them and they were really nice and I've always liked Tunisians. Okay. That was my idea behind it. But anyway, that intro music was not English and was not Tunisian, Paul. It was Colombian. It was Colombian. Uh, because they lost to Japan? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's because of Shakira. Shakira, and it was the, hip, the Hipstone Lies, the line? Hipstone Lies. Okay, so you've been, you've been taking up salsa dancing of, of, of late, um, so are we, going to get, are we going to finally get that video podcast up and running? Uh, no. No, but why? You and I did a traipse out to City Hall, one of the few. One of the from City Hall, the Kwang room was pretty busy. Okay, but it wasn't like it wasn't like 2014 busy. Oh no, no, no! I wasn't as busy as four years ago. No, I wouldn't have said that. Four, like, it wasn't as busy as four o'clock in the morning four years ago. No, no, it wasn't. And it was 9 p.m. on a on a midweek, right? 9 p.m. on a Monday, yeah. Um, but we did. We went to City Hall. We sat down. We sat down on the grass on a picnic blanket. Well, yes, we did. Luckily, we had that because <laughs> thank God we had that. The grass was drenched. Yeah, I, I forgot that City Hall was these sprinklers, I, I guess, yeah. or it must have rained. So anyway, we sat down, uh, we got there an, an hour early in case it got busy. Um, it so we had an hour plus 90 minutes plus half time. And, and what were your hips telling you at the end of it? My hips were telling me at the end of it that it was more painful than watching Sweden win. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no longer the same spring chicken I was when I first watched the World Cup live in Korea. Um, but yeah, my hips definitely were beginning to ache on the way home. They were protesting. They were indeed. Well, I do believe we might have entered that as the lips don't lie. But anyway, just, um, just while we're talking about crowds, um, I see that they uh, published some figures about how many people watched the match. Okay. Did you see that? I didn't actually, no. So, okay, if you talk about different um, World Cups, 94 was in USA. The combined uh, viewership rate for 94 was 57.4%. Okay. So, I guess that's the number of people watching football on TV as opposed to watching something else ok 98 was in France it was 64% ok 2002 in Korea 66% 2002 
2006 Germany 59% 2010 South Africa 50% 2014 which was obviously middle of the night 38% uh, and the, the match for the Korea-Sweden game was 40.9% across the three channels that's really strange because I mean at 9pm that would be the, the prime time to watch it yeah and it was on all three of the major three. terrestrial ta- channels so which means that there was no K-drama on there was no like JTBC love dating show or anything yeah oh the JTBC would have been chosen oh, oh, sorry, of course yeah right enough so, so that was still pulling its 14 million viewing number yeah and I mean could it be that the reason why that number is low is because there were people out, out watching it. I mean, there was big screens set up, uh, Coex, uh, Bampo, Hangang Park, Kwanghaman, City Hall. There were screens set up down in, in other cities as well. I mean, I think, I can't remember the actual number that the police were touting that they were, they were expecting, but it was pretty high. So maybe, you know, that took some of the, those, those viewership figures away, I guess. But do, do you think they went home happy? Um, I mean, it would, so, I mean, do we want to talk about the fans after the game or before the review of the game? I don't. I mean, um, I think uh, Korean fans never particularly look as if they're going home sad uh, in any situation. I mean, apart from when Algeria spanked them last in the last World Cup. Um, so, I think. Uh, it, at the end of the game, that there wasn't any booing or, 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 or screaming or shouting. There was no yacht being thrown at the TV screen. Um, a bit of cyberbullying of Kim Minu, though. Well, there's been a lot of cyberbullying going on, to be perfectly honest. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think... Um, well, the fans are obviously going to react online. I mean, I think you have to look at the people who were there and the netizens and see, I mean, for example, the people who were at the Winter Olympics weren't necessarily calling the Canadian girl a Putin-eating biatch, right? But the ones online were, or on their Instagram. So, you know, I'm not sure if anyone who was sitting next to us has actually signed the official, um, like, petition to investigate IKEA's tax records, uh, which, is, which, is, which is, uh, is ongoing as we speak. Um, not the investigation, but the petition signing. Um, so the people that were there, I didn't think were particularly uh, overly upset. Um, that's not to say they aren't true supporters. It's not to say that they weren't you know, like getting behind the nation or, the, or, or their team but it's Korean culture I think they just realised that yeah, okay we lost we didn't play particularly well let's go home I think uh, the proportion of the, the fans who are watching the game who watch football regularly and therefore know about it won't be that angry about towards Sweden anyway yeah um, another big proportion of fans will be they don't really care about football anyway so they watch the game whatever they lost don't care Yeah, and there'll be a small minority in the middle who don't really know about football but somehow they don't know enough to know that yeah I mean I think the, the game itself uh, to be perfectly honest not just because of, of any cold cans that were in my hand during it but the game itself is not really one that I remember uh, hugely accurately to be perfectly honest I think it kind of passed yeah, passed everyone by, including half the Korean team. So your review of the game is going to be short and sweet, is it? No, it's, it's not going to be short and sweet, but I mean, I don't think, the, my point is, I don't think, you know, it's not like um, they came close 
Do you know what I mean? It's not like, you know, but, well, there's an idea of like they could have won. I mean, th- there's no arguing about the far penalty, no matter how much the guys on our left try to argue. Um, and I think, I don't think anyone really looked at that game and thought Korea deserved or were unduly, you know, like, like lost um, because they didn't deserve to lose. Well, Shin Taehyung's come out and said that the, the, the VAR decision was correct. Yeah, I was, I was so saying correct. No matter how many Korean fans would like to argue that the referee was harsh or whatever, I don't think he got particularly much wrong. I think he was fair to both teams, no? I mean, I didn't think... There, were, there was some tough tackling by both sides. Yeah, I mean, I did put up a tweet criticising VAR, and I guess when we get to the, to the review of the game, I'll actually clarify what that tweet meant. The tweet was not actually about the decision itself. Um yeah, I mean, I, I think the referee was 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 fine. I, I don't think he called anything or too much wrong. To be perfectly honest, I think if you go look at people or look at anyone who got anything wrong, you can't look any further than 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 Shinta Young. He got his tactics for a team of Sweden's size and kind of physicality. He got his tactics a hundred percent wrong. Okay, so let's let's move on to the game itself. Uh, the starting eleven contained a few surprises. Yep, the two biggest ones uh, being uh, the Daegu goalkeeper. Yep, and the Wookie. The Wookie. That. What's you want to start with the one he got right or the one he got wrong first? The the one he got right. Okay, I mean, you could easily argue that I think before that game, Cho Yun had had six caps. Um, he had a handful of caps anyway uh, Kim sung is sitting on like 34, 35 or something you could easily have argued that it, it made sense to play uh, the more experienced goalkeeper uh, but he took the gamble, took the risk played the relatively young uh, kid, guy, I mean I guess maybe his viewpoint was that playing for a team as bad as Daegu he gets a lot of practice, I don't know <laughs> um, but he called it 100% right I mean he he couldn't have saved the penalty. He made a, a world-class reaction well, save. He could have done if he went the right way. <laughs> yeah, yes, but you know what I mean. It wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad penalty. Is what I mean there. Um, he made that fantastic world-class reaction save, like in the 30, 30 odd minutes yeah. um, in the first half, and then could have gathered it. He could have held the ball, but he punched it away, which was still got it away. Uh, he made a couple of other good good saves. Stops like, before and after the the goal. The, the game could have finished. Well, could have finished any number. He was perfectly honest at one point. Um, so yeah, I mean, he got that perfectly right. Um, now the interesting thing is you could you could look at Korea in their in their last uh, two major tournaments, at least if not if not three. Um, and th- it seems to be that they take three goalkeepers with the intention of, the to- of rotating them each game. Yep. So you could actually say that maybe Shin Tae-yong didn't actually call it right. He was just merely playing his worst goalkeeper against the easiest team. But whatever, for whatever reason that he ended up in goals, De Gea is now surely going to be a starter for Saturday's game against Mexico. De Gea? De Gea, that's his name. He plays for Spain. Ah, so, Chuyamu plays for Daegu. Daegu. 
and De Gea who is Man United's world class goalkeeper although I did see him play in his charity show debut and he was honking but anyway okay. um, so he, they're calling him De, De as in Degu Gia as in the Gia of De Gia and they're now calling him De Gia like Young Desire like Young Desire like Tanfield there's a whole another million of them as well right there's a uh Cheferamto. Is, is, <laughs> that that is that something you like, or is that something you that gets that annoys you? I can, so I can see something that would that's something you'd like to rant about. So, so the funny thing is, like, because we have Sonaldo as well, right? Which is Son Young Men being compared to Ronaldo, which is kind of like comparing, I don't know, like me, I don't know, Channing Tatum from, the, from <laughs> Mike strippers or whatever they're called, right? Um, so I think it's a thing that, that that's always really annoyed me because it's a real trait in, in, in Scottish football to take someone and you know and kind of shorten their surname. You know, like Boydie, even though Boydie is shorter than Boydie, uh, Coiste. Like, it generally happens with with Rangers. To be honest, it doesn't really happen with Celtic. Um, so it is those kind of stupid nicknames really. What, what was uh, what's his face? Van, Van Vinegar of Van, what was it? Jan Vinegar of Hesselig. What was his short name? Vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> he was also my favourite character in Prison of Cell Block H. Um, bankrupted <laughs> you when you got his name on his shirt. Yes, yeah. Chai was 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 what everyone got. Nobody got the full name. <laughs> just get his initials, it's cheaper. Um, but uh, I do think, um, yeah, yeah, those kind of names really do kind of. They, they kind of tend to annoy me quite a bit. Um, so, I mean, Sonaldo, whatever, but De Gea is kind of quite intelligent, but kind of stupid at the same time. So that's what he got, right? Yep. What did he got wrong? The Wookiee. The Wookiee, 100%. 125%, or however many percent so you get. Before you go in there, the, the BBC did obviously did their live commentary of the match, and the first 20 minutes or so, they were, they were singing his praises. Okay. Well, did Alan McCoist commentate for the BBC? Um, not on the live chat, no. Okay, because apparently during the commentary of of the match, the live commentary, yeah. uh, they asked one of the other commentators asked Alan McCoist. So Kim Chinook, what do you think? Is he good enough for this level? Uh, and was it, was it the other way around? No, yeah, it was all around. He said, Shinta Young, is he good enough for this level? Meaning the coach. And Alamakos went, well, he's a big lad, but I'm sure his physical presence might be good. <laughs> and every time they talked about Shinta Young, yeah. Alamakos thought he was talking about Kim Chinook. Yeah. So that just sums up Scottish people in general for you, yeah? Um, anyway, uh, yeah. You, I mean, you belted out the anthem. Uh, he did? Yeah. Okay. He was... Um, really kind of South American yelling it with the, the muscles in his neck bulging it's not a very Korean thing to do I think they're normally quite quiet aren't they but they normally just like hold their hand above their chest and kind of quietly murmur the words yeah uh, but yeah I mean I guess I mean I guess it was all downhill from there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's he used all his energy <laughs> that's the only thing he did right I mean he he, he deserved his, his spot on the plane I think his, his recent record, record's been good, right? Been in, the, in the national team, yeah. Banging goals in here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. And, and I think you'll find if you go back to podcasts where we reviewed those matches, you'll say, but can he do it against a decent team? And the answer was 100% no. Um, but, uh, alright, so 
obviously his his strength is uh, getting crosses banged in and out jumping mm. everyone yeah did he have the service to should he have scored a goal yes okay well scored a goal maybe not but you should have got that header on target I, I think at one point I turned to you and we just laughed at the exact same time yeah. when the replay was played because his eyes were shut yeah. uh, there was one cross that came in from the left I have no idea who, have no idea who put it in yeah. and he went and he, him and his Swedish players heads were at, were at the same level and uh, he put it like basically straight he didn't put any you know angle on it he, he had a, he nodded it straight out like almost at the corner flag yeah um, and that was about the only time I really can remember seeing him on TV to be perfectly honest I think for me he got booking didn't he he got booking yeah I think what, what summed up I think for me what sums up the rookie's performance and his, his whole game against Sweden was in the aftermath of the goal after Sweden scored and after they were celebrating Shin substituted him yeah. and I didn't know he was off the pitch yeah and I think that sums up his performance. Nobody even knew he was off. I had to check you see what you see when he went off the pitch. I, I thought he was taken off in the last ten minutes. I thought he was taken off for um Isamu coming on. But no, he was actually off in like he, he, he was off the pitch for almost half an hour. Um, and nobody even noticed. Uh, so for for me where where I think Shin went wrong was had he played the, the smaller, pacier, nippier, more difficult to deal with players like Son and Isamu um, and brought on, on the rookie at the end, that might have worked more in his favour. But, I mean, Sweden, Sweden knocked Italy out, right? They didn't knock them out because they were more skillful or they were quicker. They knocked them out because that's how they played. They're a physical, hard team that grinds teams down and is difficult to score against. So, you don't play the only guy that's going to threaten them in the last 10 minutes. That was just crazy. It, it, like, it was a stupid, stupid idea. Plus, he spoke. Shin's pre-match was all about we swapped. This is what I couldn't get as well. So, we swapped shirt numbers and we swapped positions and we swapped names because all Asians look the same to Westerners, right? No offence, men, right? But there's not that many six foot five Koreans that they kind of stoking around so, right? Yeah. So it was fairly obvious if you were playing a six foot five guy anywhere that everyone knew who, who, who he was, right? It's, so it doesn't even make sense. It was I thought it was stupid and it was wrong, and yeah, and I think they paid the price for it because because of how he played. Son then spent almost the whole game on the right wing, right? He played like a wing back half the time or a right winger at least, and taking lots of. Uh like set pieces he was taking corners and free kicks and okay so again the the logic in that so we have 10 minutes left right yeah. and Son's swinging the free kicks and he's swinging the corners who's he swinging them into the only guy who's going to score the goal was Son right yeah. or the 6 foot 5 rookie but he's taking them off so he, he doesn't even pass on that you know, you know what I mean it's like like he's, swinging the, he's, he's swinging the set pieces in at the 6 foot 5 guy who's been off the pitch for 25 minutes if we uh, just step back to England a second it's the same with Harry Kane so he scored two goals against Tunisia mm -hmm. and they're saying well why the hell was he taking corners in the Euro to Euro whatever it was two years ago I mean yeah it's exactly the same it's like like we have a, we have a similar problem at, at, at Celtic where Lee Griffiths takes corners he, he's, he's not even good at taking them 
but he's the one guy who is going to be the poacher of like two yards out who's going to jump on the ball right if it, if it falls to him Storm is that man and it was utterly crazy that that's your tactic when you need to score that you take the only guy who looks or is capable of scoring and, you, and, and he takes the, the set pieces and you saw that with like was it 92nd minute when Huang Yi Chan had the free header yep and he direct, I mean that should be a goal yeah. every, every day of the week a professional footballer should, should, should score that and, and if you look at the Japan-Colombia game they also scored with a header when the guy was surrounded by three or four Colombian defenders and to, to miss a free header like that is criminal really yeah, yeah. but anyway just Terrible. back to Son um, obviously he's played slightly out of position do you think he did well or do you think um, so the thing is, I'm 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 always overly critical of Son because I think, well, I, I don't rate him. Yeah. Basically, right? Um, I don't rate him in a Korean shirt. I, I think I cleared it up in the last podcast. That I think he's great in a in a Spurs shirt, but in a Korean shirt, he's terrible, right? But you can have all the uh, you can have uh, like you can criticise him or you can be as good as you want in a Spurs shirt or whatever. You can you can be put out of position in a Korean team. You can have the pressure of carrying the team and all that stuff, but. There was one point during the first half when I can't remember the guy, I don't know the, the, the defender's name, but he took the ball off the Swedish player, right? And he beat him for pace. Yeah. So he, he put it past him once and he had him owned. Yeah. And he kicked it a second time and the guy is like miles behind him. And he doesn't look up, he just kicks it a third time. At this point, towards the byline. Yeah. That Swedish player being experienced and being an actual decent footballer moved inside yeah. which allowed their left left sided defender to move out to meet Son yeah. Son then looks up and suddenly the guy who he'd owned for pace is, is in the middle of the box marking Huang Hee-chan yeah. and, the, and the move just, just peters out and that's why I don't think he's a good player that's why I don't think and that's why I don't think he played well that was like a, a golden opportunity he'd, he'd do something yes he was played a, a, a position he could have drifted inside after the first touch he took two extra touches and if you're a decent footballer you don't do that but he scores goals like that for Spurs all the time right running onto a ball getting it outpacing the defence and lashing it into the net yeah so why didn't he do it the, that's, they, my, the, my point is that it's not what, what he does in the sports show it's like why in that why in that situation does he kick the ball three times mm. he knocks it he, he knocks the pass once he had the guy beat yep. cut inside on the second one don't keep running straight the byline think that's the kind of thing I used to do when I was playing football was at, at, at 12 years of age do you know what I mean um, it's, and that's why I, 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 yeah I think at one point I think I almost upset the phantom if that's possible by when he brought on Eastern Wu I said you should take off Song Hyung Min and he's like oh come on and I was like no no in that team in that position where he's playing he's, he's a waste of a jersey and Eastern Wu got a bit of what 10 minute, 10 minute cameo yeah what, what did you think well, he got a standing ovation in the park almost, right? <laughs> um, he, he was nippy and he got about a bit and had a couple of shots. I mean, he, 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 if he'd been on front from the start against Sweden, it'd have been a different game. Um, I, yeah, I would. I think it's. I, I, I don't. I haven't seen enough of the guy to know, to be perfectly honest. Like, even then, it was 10 minutes on a pretty poor screen, and like at that point in time, I was already. Like, I had my mind made up that they weren't going to get anything anyway. Um, 
but I think Shin he has one chance left and that chance is against Mexico which I guess we'll, we'll get to in a minute but if he nails his tactics right against against Mexico they still have a chance um, but if he goes with something stupid that, that, like he did again this time then, then they'll be three of them by half time but surely uh, Germany have already had their, their nightmare they're not going to scrub twice in three games are they? No so. uh, but that was grew up twice in the bounds that's for certain so they're going to beat Sweden that much is for sure um, so if Korea are able to to beat Mexico um, it's a big if but if they can then they're looking for a draw against Germany a draw against Germany <laughs> um, and they hope that even still results would have to go the, the other way because yeah We'll, we'll see what happens um, last player I want to ask you about is Ki Sung Young any thoughts comments um, the past master I think it's getting time for Ki to um, retire from international football yeah I think he's hang his keys up um, it's time to put him in a bowl and go and do something else uh, yeah he looked tired JD he didn't pull any strings whatsoever uh, the guy who turned up right midway through the first half, um, like my 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 niece's friend, he was he's the rear of midfield, like the, the, and the, the, he was correct that they had no midfield like for most of the game. Sweden just passed through them that they whenever they wanted. So was this, wasn't he American? I think he was, yeah. So you had a an intelligent conversation about football with an American? No, that's never happened. I didn't say it was intelligent, I just said he merely observed every number of field. I think he called it midfield. Uh, I'm not really sure if that's what he was when saying. He, when he said that, why didn't you just say what you normally say? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're on a podcast. <laughs> um, obviously, the penalty was given away by a guy that came on midway through the first half because original left back Park Juho uh, did something to his uh, hamstring yep. and was stretched yeah. off. If that hadn't have happened, would the game have finished differently? If the penalty hadn't happened? If the substitution hadn't happened. If Park Juho had been still on the pitch. Uh, would he not have dived in the same way? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think where I think that's the kind of thing, you know, I, I think that's the kind of could a lawyer speak in, in, in court that gets people off of crimes <laughs> to be honest I, I'm not really sure if we can really take such, such two situations I'm not I'm not cause for speculation your honour <laughs> yes yes sustained um, but I mean I think uh, it, it, it did upset Korea um, would he have made the same lunging challenge? To be perfectly honest, I think so. Yeah. Well, he, he got injured lunging for a, a wayward cross, that's what, that's a, a wayward yeah. like high pass. Yeah. So there's a ball he had no reason to be going no. for because it was flying out of flying out for a throw in at what two meters off the air. Yeah. He, he and his World Cup's finished. That's it. He's finished. He's out for the rest of the World Cup. Um, after battling very very hard to get there. Still, Ulsan have signed his replacement. The assuming he's going to be out for a few months. Um, but we, we'll get that in a minute. Yeah. I was getting onto that now. Have you got something else to say about yep. the, the the World Cup game? Well, so if you talk about the VAR incident, uh, I didn't mention I would, I would talk about during the, the review. Okay. Um, I did tweet that VAR will kill or has killed football. Uh, just to clarify what I mean by that, 
there was nothing wrong with the VAR decision. There yep. was a definite penalty. I don't think anyone can really dispute that. Yep. But you cannot allow play to rage on for 20 seconds or for 17 seconds or for whatever it was. You cannot allow Sweden to be, uh, sorry, Korea to be up the other end of the pitch and pull it back. I, I, I know that's the rule that FIFA have put in the World Cup. That if the referee is in any doubt, they have to keep playing and that the video assistant referee will call it back. I'm aware that that's, that's the rule. Yeah. Uh, and if it's not called back, it means that when VAR looked at it, it wasn't a penalty. Yeah. But there's got to be a time limit on that, right? I mean, Korea were advancing, the Korea were attacking. If Korea went honkingly bad, I mean, if, if Korea had, had Ronaldo in their team, they might have been in the box, get ready to pull the trigger when, they, when, they, when the ball was pulled back. It was too long. In my opinion, there's got to be a, a, a time limit on that. So you think if it's taken him long enough to, if it's taken long enough for the VAR ref to judge it, then it's not clear and obvious enough to be pulled back? Yeah. Yeah. So you think he's got one chance to look at it, and if he thinks, oh, that's it, then he can pull it back. And he can pull it, and then check it again. If he's got to look at it and then look at it from another angle. Yeah. But don't you think he's got probably what twenty different angles to choose from? So then, if our referee himself is going to make a decision straight away, he has to look at it and say, okay, stop the play, stop the play now. Yeah. Not give me seventeen seconds to have a look and then pull the play back. Okay. And it's not the first time it happened, right? It happened against somebody else. I can't remember who else it happened with. Um, I mean, I know that's a rule that they've brought in, and I don't particularly agree with it. So, BBC have actually done a, an article analysing all the different VR, VAR incidents throughout the World Cup so well, I don't know about all of them, but most of them. And they, they did something about the Swedish one. Um, said that the play went on for a few seconds he looked, the ref looked on the screen and within 90 seconds the goal was in um, so Swedish coach said I felt the wait for VAR was unnecessary there was no doubt the penalty should have been called straight away luckily the ref had VAR to help him Korean coach said we could say it was regrettable he was tackled between his legs we do agree it was a good call um, pundit Stephen Warnock on, on the radio said my first reaction was no penalty it looked like he got just enough touch on the ball but it's the striker's touch VR made the right decision and the uh, representative of the, of the ref so Ellery's like the yeah. the global VA whatever he is um, this is a very clear missed penalty and it's somewhat surprising that the referee made such a clear error in the first place this incident shows how VAR has brought greater fairness to the World Cup as this penalty directly affected the result of the match. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a bad call by, by, the, by the original referee, by the actual referee. I don't know how he didn't know it was a penalty. I mean, as I said, it was a penalty. It, as it happened on a poor screen, how he didn't see it when he was like a few feet away from it, I don't really get. See, whenever I see something like that, you think, well, it looks, to, looks to a penalty, like a penalty to us, but the referee must have seen something different. Yeah. And you assume that he's more... Uh, expert than we are to be able to judge these things. But it turned out that he's just actually he he he, he just he just loves bookenbap. Maybe there's a kind of cash in his back pocket. And last thing I do my problem will comment on then we talked about cash. Some two off field things I think that we need to highlight. Uh, Zlatan just before getting I, I, I would encourage anyone to go onto the BBC website and read that article in full because it goes does go through each VAR incident and it's got uh, description of what happened, pundits' opinions at the time, and then a comment from Ellery. Okay. 
before the World Cup Zlatan apparently I don't know what he said he apparently said something about Korea and so Cass sent him a box of Cass beer noodles beer noodles and some shrimp snacks yep. saying I hope you enjoy these whilst watching the game now I don't know if they actually physically sent them or if it was just a PR stunt but I really hope that they did send them and I really hope Zlatan somewhere has a photograph of the big man himself twiddling his beard with a can of cast <laughs> watching Sweden score a penalty I just really hope that photograph is out there if it's not, let's just go back and recreate it. I have no problem doing that whatsoever because that would be hilarious. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Some K League stuff. Yes, some K League stuff now. So the transfer window is not open yet. But but everyone is transferring players in and out. So how did how did uh, Ulsan un- unveil? Uh, they can unveil them, but I don't think they can ask to play them. I had a look on transfer market today to double check because I, I, I didn't think it opened until the 1st of July but I wasn't that's sure that's what I thought as well actually um, so I'm looking in transfer market who generally get these things right said that the Korean window opens on July 2nd uh, which is Monday which would yeah. make sense yeah. um, so and this is if people as if teams are transferring players are signing players are bringing players in pre-contracts pre-contracts but we're not yeah kind of like the kind of pre-contract um, which makes me wonder obviously K1 is not back until July right the 7th and 8th yeah so these are, these transfers won't affect K1 but they would affect K2 which is back uh, on the 30th of, of June right uh, and do you want to go with K1 transfers or K2 transfers first K1 ok so K1 but the big news is uh, Egan Ho has come back home his fifth home <laughs> in Korea um, he's moved from Gangwon to uh, Ulsan so how did he pass the medical? Um, b- uh, b- in his car probably <laughs> while was waving at the doctor because he should have been in Russia right? Um, well, he, could, well, yeah. he, was, he was in line for a po- he was in the, the uh, preliminary squad yeah, right? was, yeah. and then he did something to injure himself so yep, he, he was ruled out yep but they're all correct points but somebody who's passed a medical to sign for all them. Well, I guess the medical was probably looked at and said, does he have Russianitis? No. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know why he pulled, tweaked, that got him out of the team in the first place. I thought it was a hamstring or something, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know how he passed the medical. Maybe they, maybe he's still not fit, but they just know him so well from his days at Ulsan that, um, that he's, he's he, they're taking the gamble maybe it's, uh, it's like the sixth time he's done this we know it takes uh, three months to come back <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it, yeah I mean he can always actually uh, he's a frustratingly not bad player um, to be honest he's like, a he, diving let's not get into who else dives in the, in the K-League but anyway the big news in K1 is that he is um now back at Osan. Okay. Um, having put, we have been a gang one uh, for a, a year, a year, something. Um, other news involving K1 is that anything from Suwon. I saw saw uh, Lawrence. Our view from the outside, or whatever he is, alternative view guy. Uh, that's K2. Uh, sorry. So K1. The, the other news from K1, which involves K2 as well, is that Suwon Blue Wings have released Christopher. Not released. Sorry, have loaned. Christovan to Buchan. Okay. I believe I think it's Buchan, yeah, yeah, it's Buchan, yeah. Um, which is interesting as well because Christovan was the guy who 
in the first couple of games, friendlies in the first, I think the playoff games are no, I think he, yeah, in the first couple of games of the season, he looked like, like he was really good, um, but he seems to have obviously be a, a luxurious uh, foreigner, like one that is maybe not performing to where they should be, um, and so I, I guess the one who is a bit of a luxury maybe has been loaned out and maybe one who likes a luxury or two might be coming in which we'll get to in a second yeah okay so Kisovam is now at Butchon um, which again I guess means that he actually can't play against Songnam uh, on the 30th of June because I'm assuming loans might be different now. yeah yeah, loans could be different fair enough so you think they're opening up a foreigner space I think they are because Jack Wilsh has just announced he's going to leave Arsenal on uh, June 30th. Yep, and he and he's and he he loves himself a bottle of soju. Um, well, actually, he likes some fried chicken. He's a bit of a lad, isn't he? Could, yeah, you could see him fitting in an E-tail on a Friday night. <laughs> I, I, I can see him in, 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 in his Sue One Sam Ryan's on top of the table, clapping his hands. Um, yeah, it's not Jack Wilshere, but it, it's someone you don't know for sure. It's not. I don't know for sure. It's not, yeah. but. I'm fairly certain. Speculation, I object. <laughs> I'm fairly sustained. Um, I'm fairly certain it's not uh, Jack Wilshire, but it could be the man, the legend, Jonathan, who is, has been unhappy in China, has bombed in China, and apparently is in Korea on vacation. In Sangam? In Korea on vacation, according to his Instagram. Was there a photo? I don't know, it wasn't me that said it, it was, I just read it online, I think it was Scotty who tweeted uh, that, is it, is it happening? And then almost instantly, I think it was K, it was K, K League Football or something like that, like one of the accounts tweeted, it's the hope that kills you, which <laughs> <laughs> I thought was kind of funny. So, is he, is he on the way back? Is, is, is the tan coming back? Is it brand? Okay, so let's just imagine he, he does come back for one second. Let's just speculate here. Wagonino, Dehan, Jonathan. They'll fall out and they won't do anything between them. You can't imagine that working, right? You cannot imagine that working. You don't want to imagine it working, to be perfectly honest, right? Because they'll win the FA Cup, but you can't imagine that working. Can't see three of them. Well, the, the question I've got for you is obviously he went to Tianjin for four million dollars. Um, how much will Suwon have to pay to bring him back? Surely Tianjin aren't just going to release him for free. That's a good point. They're going to have to, even if you accept that he's bombed in China and they want to get rid of him, they're still going to surely have to pay something like two million or something. Like that, no, they're not just going to release him from a. Well, yeah, I mean, if, it's, if the story is true about the four million, but. As we know with a lot of these transfers, it's probably four million spread over his four-year contract, right? So actually, he's only been there for six months, so they've only spent 500,000 so far. So maybe someone needs to pay that 500,000 to buy his year out or something. I'm, I'm assuming they didn't pay him four million dollars, there, there you go. There's four million physically in your bank account. But they, I, I would assume they would have had to have paid him four million, paid Sue on four million, for them to have two million or so to bring him back, or whatever it's going to cost them. I have no idea. Because if they sold him for four million, on the assumption that it's going to be spread out over the cost of a contract or some contingencies, they're not going to pay what they've received so far to bring yeah. him back. I mean, maybe maybe he's just been loaned to someone. Maybe it's not going to happen at all. Maybe he's just on vacation. 
visiting his Korean girlfriend. Maybe it's a visa run. Maybe it's a visa run. You'll be in soon with a bunch of school teachers right now. Um, and yeah, that brings us on to a bunch of school teachers, brings us on to uh, the alternative view. Uh, somehow that was a link. Uh, why aren't you applauding like Patrick Severa? He applauded the girls' links. Why aren't you applauding my links? Sarcastically. Shocking. Anyway, um, let me get this podcast pulled this week, right? Um, but according to the alternative view, Suwon have released three players to Thailand, one of whom is Matthias, part of the MBA. Uh, advertising campaign. Um, they have signed some boy from Gyeongnam. Yep. I'm not sure who. Actually, they might have signed two defenders from Gyeongnam. It's actually. a foreigner, right? From Gyeongnam. No. No, they, they sent a Korean, but I think they might be signed two from, from, from Gyeongnam. But uh, definitely, it looks as if three players have left to, to, to Thailand. And Eland have signed someone? Eland have signed someone as well, yeah. Welcome, son. And there, there was some news that Michael Redmond was. I, I don't know who he got this one from, but he seems to be thinking that Herzog, Ivan Herzog, is going to. Is that what he, was that what I read during the week? Um, I don't know. I'm not quite sure where he got that, where he got that story from. But uh, it looks as if everyone is strengthening apart from uh, Songna and Seoul. I mean, in K2. Yeah, Songna. Uh, I guess we'll wait and see what happens because I'm kind of sure uh, that the the big man is probably going to leave in this window. While we're still on um, K League, uh, Seoul had a couple of uh, friendly games. Training, they're in a training camp down in Chonan. Okay. They've played three games so far against university sides. Uh, they beat Chungbuk National University five-one. Goals from Yunsung one, two from Anderson, Cho Yongbuk and Evandro. They drew one all with Kwangun Uni. Goal from Yunsung one. And then they beat Hongik University 8-1. Four from Anderson, Evandro, Shinjino, Cho Yong-wook, Kim Song-jun. Okay. So, so the scoring goes against university teams in preparation for <laughs> getting skilled off of everyone else in the league. The FA Cup. <laughs> the FA Cup. <laughs> when they, what, the three rounds time? Yeah, three rounds time. <laughs> uh, I've just double-checked, and yes, uh, Korea Football News has tweeted that this was yesterday that Soiland are set to sign Ivan Herzog yeah so big signing for Soiland ok um, anything else anything to I guess we should look ahead to the weekend yeah ok who have England got Panama Sunday night 9 o'clock okay, finished see you there sorry for in, in Panama in uh, somewhere in Ita uh, uh, Sunday night I'll be at a concert I'm going to gig Sunday night. What time does it finish? Uh, just after the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's up in uh, Cherbourg. Make me a promise. If. <laughs> no chance. No, I'm open hell. If England get to the World Cup final, I think you'll be. I think you'll be fairly comfortable taking this this risk. If England gets to the World Cup final, you and I will. You've been wa- watching Rachel Riley on Countdown, by the way. <laughs> you and I will watch it together in England shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's more ridiculous than Rachel Riley saying if England get the final this she'll, she'll do a countdown naked right um, uh, no 
I'll do I'll wash it with you in a pub naked <laughs> and you in an English shirt that would be less painful do you, do you remember that bet we had a couple of years ago that you still haven't done your side off <laughs> I think we can uh, you in an England show watching an England game if it's the World Cup final that, that's doable not going to happen mate none of them are going to happen none of them are going to happen I would never embarrass my family by putting on an English shirt you know I'm far more Scottish than you so it would be more painful for me to wear an English just, shirt just because you, you were born further up the, up the island dude, doesn't make you more Scottish right <laughs> anyway yeah, uh, England Sunday night 9pm against Panama, Panama. So that'll be six points. Win that and they're through. Okay. Uh, speaking of through, Russia through. Yep. Yep. We're ready. And Uruguay. Uruguay and Morocco are out. And Egypt are out. Egypt are out. Well, no surprise there. Um, to be perfectly honest. So. And someone else must be out as well. Yeah, but I actually watched the Morocco Portugal game last night. Uh, Morocco were really unfortunate. If they, if they, could, if they had a finisher, maybe Saudi. Did I say Saudi? No, you didn't. You said Egypt. Saudi, Egypt, Morocco are out. Okay. Um, so maybe. Iran just clinging on. Iran just clinging on? They okay. need to beat Portugal and hope that Spain don't beat uh, whoever. Morocco. Morocco. Yeah, Morocco are out. I, 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 did you watch that game last night? Just while we're talking about it. Which one? The, the one I started talking about after saying I watched Morocco versus Portugal. <laughs> that one. Did you, did you watch it? <laughs> you, you mean the, the one I talked about and then you interrupted me? Yeah. <laughs> that one? No, no, I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I watched it. You. Yes, I watched Morocco, it. Morocco, desperately unlucky now. Seriously, mate. Like, <laughs> I just said, we're desperately unlucky. If they had to finish it, then you went that. Uh, Egypt, Saudi. So it's like naming random countries. No, just leave it in as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, watch the game. Ronaldo scored in four minutes and then done nothing else afterwards. Portugal were terrible. <laughs> they were awful. Morocco were all over them. I actually tweeted. Well, I actually texted after four minutes. You, we, we are witnessing F in history. <laughs> and then, like the next eighty-six, it was just Morocco pounding them. I actually thought Portugal were going to win it four or five now. But anyway, and some surely some cases for VAR being checked. Now. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, Portugal at least two penalties. I, I don't. <laughs> I was thinking Morocco. <laughs> so was I. I was joking. <laughs> yeah, Morocco. How, how they kept their cool, where where nothing went again, no, where nothing went right for them. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable, Jeff. I couldn't remember the guy's name. I was, I was going to go with Andy Gray, but Cami, Chris Kamara, Chris Kamara. Um, so back on to oh, where are we? Uh, so Korea World Cup match against Mexico Saturday at midnight. Midnight. Uh, City Hall again. Will you be there? Or Guangdong? Yeah, I'll be at a concert. Why <laughs> <laughs> you said you're going to be out for all three games? <laughs> I'm going to do concerts in two days. The same band from Scotland have flown all the way over for me. I have to go and see them. They'll be done by midnight, surely. Uh, I think the first one on Saturday is in Changdong. So as soon as it's finished, I'm going to jump over. And yeah, so I'll probably be. I'll be in probably be Kowloon. I think this time. Um, um, but yeah. Yeah, so I'll be there. But predictions quickly. Uh, I was asked on uh, asked the same question on KBS Radio a couple of days ago. I repeat my answer: anything can happen in football, but the, the likelihood is that they're going to get spanked. Yep. Uh, I think as I blogged yesterday, 
without the despair of defeat the euphoria of unexpected victory is pointless but they're not going to get an unexpected victory uh, they're going to get uh, anything can happen it's only 90 minutes no one expected uh, Mexico would beat Germany no one uh, expected Portugal to draw three for Spain no one expected um, Russia to tank Saudi 5 now. there's other games out there no one expected England to beat Tunisia probably um, so for me you, you, you never know but he ha Shin has to call every decision and every area of the pitch he needs to get it perfect if they're going to have any chance I think his next score a fast and epic attacking team destroyed Germany because I beat them 7-0 and he needs to get everything right but I think if, if he goes with pace and I think if he uses well he can't use the middle there's nothing in the middle so if he goes with pace and he uses the wings I, I, I think hits him on the attack I think there's a chance and I think well personally I don't really care what happens to Korea versus Mexico but I would love it if uh, Korea beat Germany and knock them out ah uh, insecurity with the Englishman incredible um, one last thing I will say if Shin wants to uh, have any have any tips or any advice um, on how to play Mexico uh, just watch Japan against Colombia I mean Japan went out okay Colombia went out with 10 men but I mean they attacked them uh, from the start right yeah well J Japan and Korea was like chalk and cheese but yeah yeah. but that's how Korea need to play Mexico if they, if they want to get anything in this game they have to attack them will uh, Shin the Wookiee keep his place nope said uh, he was Shin Taeyong said he was brought in to deal with Sweden's height uh, during his minutes on the pitch he won four headers none of which were in danger areas and his pass completion rate was 46% yeah he's not playing so who would you who would you put in his place the, 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 the young yeah. the young'un gotta be fearless he's too young he's, he's not too young actually he's like he's like older than half the England team but um, he's he's fearless right now he, he, he's got nothing to lose uh, he has no reputation to lose he has nothing to lose play him play him and Son two of them up front Son's a striker so we're behind him ok then there's this rubbish with three across like spread across the you know like one you know like three like a four three a four three three way like them so far apart that they can't connect with each other no play them four four two two up front Ian Son and do you leave left back in Kim Minu? no choice he can't play Park is in a plane um, yeah I think I think I believe him in I think he it was a, a rash challenge but yeah I, I would I would play him and obviously you've got to leave the keeper in ok ok so it's Mexico yep do we have something particularly Arriba Arriba to to see us out? We do. It's the England World Cup song from Mexico 1986. We've got the whole world at our feet. I guarantee you, if I listen to this podcast and that is the outro song, this will be the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs>